Welcome to a new episode of The Crowds, the German podcast. The last one before we'll have a little Easter break for a few weeks until um, the end of April. And if you don't um, get an update on German culture here in this podcast, I want to provide you with other ways, very both exciting and comfortable ways to learn more about Germany, German culture, German history by watching movies and TV series. Until a few years ago, if or when Germans wanted to watch good TV series, we had to wait until US productions found their way onto our screens. That takes a bit of time because in German TV everything is dubbed. Dubbing or sync is a big thing in Germany and it's very professional. They're all professionals who do that, they do a mostly a great job. Still, it will sound a bit weird to you, probably. And um, I thought I'd bring three examples as a little quiz. So I play for you a very short clip from a really famous movie and you try to figure out what iconic scene it is. Are we ready? The first one is this one. One more time. Who is that? It's the moment when Harry Potter gets his offer from Hogwarts in the very first movie. Example number two for German dubbing culture. This one. In Ordnung, jetzt öffnen Sie die Augen. One more time, it's a very traumatic moment. We're close to an iceberg. In Ordnung, jetzt öffnen Sie die Augen. Did you get it? It's Titanic, the scene on the railing. Last example for German sink culture. This one. Er hat mir gesagt, dass Sie ihn umgebracht haben. Nein, ich bin dein Vater. Who was that? Ich bin dein Vater. It is Darth Vader revealing to Luke Skywalker that he's his father. Just a German. So these were three examples for German dubbing. Every international production will be dubbed for German TV and cinema. And in TV, for a long time, all the good stuff, the good series, were international ones. We love crime series. So all the CSI, Navy CIS, Bones, all that stuff was very popular. Dr. House had a really big hype in Germany 10 years ago, probably, with incredibly high ratings. Also more romantic stuff like Desperate Housewives, Grey's Anatomy, etc. And still... Probably the most popular genre in regard of international series is comedy, sitcoms. Big Bang Theory. The Big Bang Theory is one of the most popular shows in Germany for ages now. Before that, it was How I Met Your Mother, Two and a Half Men, The Simpsons. There's even one of the five biggest TV channels in Germany broadcasting all day, all night US sitcoms, basically. If we have a look on, for example, today's daytime, so between 5 a.m. and 8 p.m., they broadcast six episodes of Two and a Half Men, eight episodes of The Big Bang Theory, four episodes of The Middle, four episodes of Two Broke Girls, two episodes of The Simpsons, and only two and a half hours of self-produced stuff, so two magazines and a news show. And this program is one of the biggest TV channels in Germany, ProSieben. However, most other channels drastically reduced the amount of international shows um, in the last years and focused more on German series. Not just in free TV, but also in pay TV and streaming. It's becoming more and more popular. So Amazon Prime and Netflix also have their own German shows and series. Obviously, not all of them are good ones. So what are the good shows that could give you an insight in German culture and history? Here's a little list of recommendations, starting off with a series that probably got 
the most attention on international stage. Deutschland 83, so Germany 83. The second season is set three years later, so it's called Deutschland 86. I spoke about it briefly in another episode. Deutschland 83 is about a 24-year-old guy called Martin Rauch from East Germany, who in 1983, so in the Cold War, within the Cold War, is sent to West Germany as an undercover spy for the Foreign Intelligence Agency of the East. It's a fast-paced, great series about all the spying, the Cold War, all that stuff was, uh, which was going on in that time. But there are also brilliant other moments. For example, when someone introduces the main character to a Walkman, a crazy thing that can play out music. Or when he, the, so the spy, sends a disc, a good old disc with the results of his research back to the East. And a group of 5 to 10 intelligence service agents look at this super old school disc as if it came directly from the future. Science fiction. So the show is, of course, political and uh, a drama and a thriller, but it's also a time travel. Other big issues in the 80s are shown, like the peace movement, HIV, drugs, new roles in society and in families, the good life politicians have in Brussels, all part of the series. Deutschland 83 was the first German-language series to air on a US network. And when it was aired in the UK on Channel 4 in January 2016, the first episode had the highest ratings ever of a series in a foreign language here in the UK in British TV with two and a half million viewers. Even for British shows on Channel 4, that is quite a good rating. So internationally, Deutschland 83 was very successful. In Germany, however, the TV ratings, the figures in traditional TV were not that high. And that's why Amazon Prime had to step in to actually continue with the show. So in many countries, Deutschland 83 and Deutschland 86 should be available on Amazon Prime. In the UK, Channel 4 has the rights. Maybe in your country you have a different deal. But if you're interested in a series about both Germanys, about spying that was going on in that time, about the Cold War, about the Russian and the American side, a series that combines a bit of thriller and action and love and drama and politics, all of that, Deutschland 83 and the second season, Deutschland 86, should be fun to watch. And the third season, Deutschland 89, three years later, has been already confirmed. A few weeks ago, we spoke about East Germany, and it was one of the most popular episodes so far. And if you're interested in the GDR, and not just the politics, but in the life of the people who lived separated from all or most Western influences, who tried to build their own country in which everyone is equal and who failed with this attempt. If you're interested in that, there are two great movies I can recommend. The first one is called Sonnenallee. I put the name of all the shows I recommend in the description so that you don't have to worry about how they are written. They are all written in the description or you can see how they're spelled in there. Sonnenallee is about a group of friends, young guys in East Germany, in East Berlin more precisely, who do what most young people do. They love to hang out, party, listen to music, try to find a girlfriend. Just for them, the situation is a bit trickier. So the albums from their musical heroes, they have to get them from a dodgy LP dealer who smuggles them from the West to the East. Other than that, they are very lovely normal people in a maybe not that normal environment, living in a city that is divided, full of spies, conspiracy theories, politics, and in a country that is obviously very different to what we know in many Western countries these days. Zonnale is definitely a funny, heartwarming watch. As well as a movie called Goodbye Lenin. Goodbye Lenin is set just after the fall of the wall and the end of the GDR. A lot has changed within just a few months. 
the only person who has not noticed any of that changes is Christiane, the main character, one of the main characters, because she's in a coma. And Christiane is a socialist and she's done a lot her entire life to make the GDR a better place and truly believed in that country. And after she wakes up, the doctors tell her family that they can't confront her with anything that could upset her. However, the whole world out there would upset her because the country she has loved so much doesn't exist anymore. That's why her family, especially her son Alex, tries everything to keep the GDR alive, at least in the room she's living in. Which is not that easy, or not as easy as you might think. When she wants to watch TV, for example, he produces her her own news show. When she wants her favorite food, stuff that was very popular in East Germany, he has to realize that the supermarkets don't sell that anymore. Because they can sell everything now, like bananas and all that stuff they didn't have before. So he has to find a solution for that. And when there is a big advertisement balloon of Coca-Cola outside of the window, Coca-Cola, which has never been sold in the GDR, he has to come up with an explanation for that. It's a funny movie with some tragic moments, good by Lenin, gives you an insight in the lovely aspects of this country. However, of course, the GDR was not a lovely state. The Shazis spied on millions of citizens, constantly controlling whether they are supporting the government or maybe criticize it or even plan to rebel or leave the country. One movie that shows the whole system in a brilliant way is The Lives of Others, which won an Oscar for Best Foreign Film in 2007. It's about a very dedicated Stasi officer, Gerd Wiesler, who's asked to spy on a famous playwright and see whether he's loyal to the Communist Party. And he's following every step the playwright is doing, intruding his privacy in a ridiculous way. For example, when he listens to everything he does in his very private room with his lover, Christa Maria. At some point, however, the Stasi officer likes or starts liking the couple. And then there are conflicting loyalties. A brilliant movie that shows not only how the Stasi worked, but a lot about the insanity of spying on people and parts of our privacy that can actually be spied on. So there is even something we can learn for our lives today in the way we handle our privacy. The title of the movie is The Lives of Others. And I know that in quite a few countries it's available on Netflix, but I'm sure you will find it anyway since it won an Oscar. Of course, there are also movies about other parts of German history. Der Untergang is a famous German movie about the last days of Hitler before he committed suicide. It's a portrayal of Hitler who's brilliantly played by Bruno Ganz, a Swiss actor. And his Hitler performance became a meme, actually a lot of memes and gifs. The most expensive German series ever has been Babylon Berlin, Babylon Berlin. It's the very first time ever that our biggest national broadcaster and Sky as a pay TV channel work together to provide the 40 million euro budget for the first 16 episodes, which is probably normal in America, but completely crazy in Germany. It's a crime story set in the 1920s in Berlin, uh, but the series shows so much more. The parties in crazy wild Berlin in the 1920s, the underworld, gangland, gangsters, broken people just returned from World War I strong women who fight for their rights and achieve a lot, but also different political groups who want to bring down the weak, new-established German democracy. So that series helps you to understand, for example, why Hitler happened and how, and also how the situation was in Berlin in the 1920s, because that's actually really exciting time. Not in a boring, purely educational way, but with like mind-blowing pictures with a lot of action and fun and great storylines and plot twists. That is Babylon Berlin. All the series and movies I recommended today, so far, are about German history. That is because Germans love to learn something while we are watching a show, especially historical stuff. 
German TV is really good in mini-series, so three episodes of 90 minutes, for example. There are more good shows covering different aspects of our past that I could ever mention in this episode. If you're interested in any, find me on Twitter at The Crowds and just drop me a message. But um, if we have all the great shows about German history, is there also something exciting you can watch about Germany in 2019, modern Germany? Yes, there is. And it's not the German Netflix show Dogs of Berlin. Who wants to be that? An action drama, crime series in Berlin about gangs, cops, Nazis, manipulation in football matches, all of that. At the end, unfortunately, the show isn't any of that. A good Netflix show made in Germany is Dark, a mystery series uh, set in a forest, German forest. Dogs of Berlin, however, cannot really live up to the expectations people had. If you're interested in a modern show, in a gangster show, addressing an issue that is all over German media at the moment, so especially North African clans, gangs, big families that have taken over some parts of Berlin, controlling restaurants, bars, clubs, businesses, especially the drugs business, a very authentic series showing all of that is called Four Blocks. Four Blocks shows such an empire, a family empire, as it exists in real Berlin in 2019. And even these real families said they felt like the show was very authentic and real. Four blocks. If you're more into the party life of Berlin and the famous techno scene, but also how young people in the capital try to find their way to happiness, the Amazon Prime series Beat is made for you. It also includes a crime story and some personal drama, a fascinating villain and the life of young people in Berlin. Beat on Amazon Prime. And the last modern series I want to recommend is the multi-award winning show Bad Banks, set in the bank scene in Frankfurt. I have rarely watched a series that is so fast-paced, so gripping. The whole universe of bankers who have such a big influence on our life is something I never really understood until I watched that show. It's a parallel universe in the city I grew up in. I think the show is on Netflix in most of the countries. I also saw it on a flight with Emirates. And they had it in their portfolio, so it should be easy to find bad banks. The movies I've mentioned in this episode are a bit older, produced 10, 20 years ago. All the series, however, are super new, all shot within the last five years, which demonstrates that German series have come a long way, but we are able now to compete with international productions. And don't have to watch US sitcoms all day, all night anymore, although it's still possible in German TV. I hope I could give you some inspiration what to watch in the break. The Crowds, the German podcast, will be back on the 2nd of May. I'm very excited for that and I wish you the very best April.